Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. 529 plans. We have talked a ton about these. So what are they? And can you simplify your terms, please? Let's do that today. So here's how 529 plans work in simple terms. Let's do it. Okay, so 529 plans are tax-advantaged investment accounts designed to help parents and grandparents and other caring adults pay for educational expenses. So the plans offer an ideal account for parents who want to save money for a child's college expenses, basically. So after years of diligent saving and investing, you can take tax-free distributions, money from a 529 account, as long as the money is spent on qualified educational expenses. Though the plans have some complications, we've gone ahead and broken down how 529 plans work into the simplest terms possible. First, let's go ahead and define this. We just kind of did, but let's go in a little bit more detail. So, 529 plans are a very popular form of education savings account that offer unique federal tax benefits. Investment growth inside of these plans isn't taxed, as long as the money is used for qualified expenses. Most people who invest in 529 plans intend to use the money to help pay for college. One weird feature of 529s, though, is that each state offers its own version of the plan. Technically, you can open a 529 in any state, but before you start comparing features of each plan, you're going to want to look at the tax incentives in your state. A lot of states do offer tax incentives to contribute to their state's 529, But to get those incentives, you might need to contribute to the 529 plan from your own state. Be sure to go ahead and review the 529 tax deductions and credits for your state before committing to a 529 plan. And by the way, we have links to all those states and tax deductions and credits at thecollegeinvestor.com. There are two major types of 529 plans. The first is a prepaid tuition plan. Under this plan in particular, you can actually buy college credits at today's prices, and your beneficiary can use those credits in the future. Nine states, Florida, Maryland, Michigan, Mississippi, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Texas, and Washington, offer this prepaid tuition plan. Prepaid tuition plans allow you to lock in higher education for today's prices. Unfortunately, though, these plans tend to offer less flexibility than the second type of 529, which is an education savings account. So these plans allow you to open an investment account on behalf of a designated beneficiary, usually your child. Investment options vary from plan to plan. However, most plans allow you to invest in mutual funds or low-cost index funds. Using 529 plan funds for qualified expenses, let's touch on this. So these plans were originally designed to help parents save and invest for college expenses, but The accounts can now be used to pay for a wide array of qualified expenses, including K-12 private education expenses, apprenticeship programs, which is awesome, and higher education. Today, some qualified expenses can include anything from tuition, room and board, including on-campus meal plans, required technology items, textbooks, and other required supplies, and up to 10K per year of K-12 through tuition, and even up to 10K to repay student loans. If a designated beneficiary doesn't use all the funds in their 529 for educational expenses, 
the funds can be transferred to another family member, including the beneficiary's siblings or even their children. So your grandchildren, basically. So when that option doesn't make sense, though, up to $35,000 can be contributed to the beneficiary's Roth IRA account. Your money never goes to waste. Let's take a look at the tax advantages for 529 plan contributions. So the primary advantage of these plans is tax-free growth and income inside the account. Neither the federal government nor states tax investment income as long as the investments are inside of the account. Additionally, you're not going to have to pay taxes on the distributions as long as the money is used for qualified expenses. If the money is used for an unqualified purpose, the growth in the account is subject to a 10% penalty. Ouch! So the federal government doesn't offer tax deductions or credits for contributing to a 529 plan, but a lot of states do offer tax credits or deductions when a person contributes to a 529. These tax, state tax incentives, rather, can make saving for college even more appealing. <laughs> Contributing enough to claim your state's tax incentive can put you well on your way towards saving for college for your child. Let's take a look at some FAQs for 529 plans. What are the contribution limits? Everybody asks this. So contributions to the 529 plan are based on the gift tax limits, which in 2023, an individual can contribute up to 17 thousand dollars per beneficiary a couple can contribute up to 34 grand per individual however the seventeen thousand dollar limit isn't a hard cap on contributions a person can superfund an account for up to five years of contributions all at once in 2023 that would mean the individual superfunding limit is eighty five thousand dollars per beneficiary wow there are also limits on the total amount of money that can be contributed to a 529 plan per beneficiary. Lifetime contribution limits range from $235,000 to $531,000, depending on the plan being used. What college are you going to for $531,000? What? <laughs> Custodians who are concerned with lifetime contribution limits should carefully review a plan's limits before even signing up for that plan. All right, now another question we get asked. Should I use the 529 plan offered by my state? Most of the time, states that offer tax deductions or credits require you to open a 529 sponsored by your state. So in that case, you should open the 529 offered by your state. If you live in a state that offers no tax advantages for contributions, including in states with no state income tax, you can open a 529 plan wherever you want. For example, you might choose a Nevada 529 plan, which is sponsored by Wealthfront, or Vanguard. There are seven states, too, Arizona, Arkansas, Kansas, Minnesota, Missouri, Montana, Pennsylvania, that extend their credits to contributions in any 529, not just the plan offered by that state. Pretty cool. People living in these states can also choose whichever plan they like the most. Now let's talk about the alternatives to 529 plan accounts. This isn't the only plan but it is an ideal account to help parents save for their child's college education. It's not the most flexible account, though. When the funds in the account aren't used for qualified expenses, we're gonna, we talked about the 10% penalty, and you're going to have to pay taxes on the growth on top of that. If you're looking for a more flexible account, a UGMA or UTMA may make more sense in your case. Parents looking to save for a disabled child 
might prefer to use an ABLE account, A-B-L-E, which has more qualified expenses and different contribution limits as well. Those are just some options, and I hope it kind of simplified things a little bit when you've been kicking around the idea of a 529 plan. We have tons of additional resources. You can find all of them at thecollegeinvestor.com. Also, follow us all over social media. We're pretty much anywhere you are. Just search for The College Investor and you'll find us. Thanks for stopping by today, and we'll talk to you again real soon.